Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is season four, and it's called The Journey. Episode nine, Love, part three. Welcome back, and welcome to The Journey. The Journey series is a continuation of the book's teachings with more added life journeys and experiences to share. In my last episode, I spoke with Alexis, and we talked about love from her perspective. What did not get in the interview was a conversation that happened after I stopped recording, (laughs) of course. Alexis asked me, Nana, is it okay to love everyone forever? I told her that is the whole reason for love. I was quite impressed with her ability to stay quiet while we were recording. She is quite the little talker and has so many questions. I think when we are young parents, those questions from our children can seem overwhelming and frustrating at times, mostly because there are so many questions. It is now, as I'm older and now a grandparent, that I fully understand and appreciate the questions. I know that Alexis is searching to understand this world and learning to navigate it. Our answers to those inquisitive questions are particularly important and should be thought about before giving a response. Alexis's perception is being molded and modeled to fit in this world. It would be incredible if she could retain the understanding of love as she knows it now. In doing so, that could possibly shape all her other perceptions into one perspective that is inclusive, kind, and non-judgmental. Love is so simple, and it's within all of us to have and give, with little effort and no real thought needed, just a willingness to accept each other as we are, no more, no less. Today, I'll be interviewing the second interviewee, Laura Cascanet. Laura is a student of life who has spent her life creating who she is on this journey. Laura has embraced numerous teachers and continues to discover who she is and what her purpose is. Hi, Laura. Thanks for joining me on this journey. I sent you four questions to ponder and would like to ask you those questions now. The first question is, what does the word love mean to you? Thank you, Denise. What an honor to be here. I must say, since um, you invited me to speak on love, it has brought up many reflections and many meditations um, and um, the experiences that have come into my life over the last month as I reflect upon these questions. So thank you. Um, what is love? To me, love is all there is. In Thinking and assessing, you know, what love is to me, it really comes down to um, light and um, and the absence of light or love and the absence of, of love. And so when I look at it through that perspective, there are so many expressions because it's so infinite that really when I'm talking about love, there can be so many different expressions in which it shows up in my life. For example, you could experience when I look at when I, I think about love, there are expressions such as joy and bliss, contentment, peace, kindness, growth, even curiosity, knowledge, um, expansiveness. And when I look at the absence of love, some people may call fear because 
in our emotion, in, in our human life, we can only hold one of those emotions. We can't hold love and fear. So I really look at love as how it's expressing in my life. And when there's fear, it's really an absence of light, fear and anger and blame and hurt um, is really the absence of love. So love is a, a, a large subject that really evolves. And to me, it really has come down to how conscious I am of how love is being expressed in my life. Wonderful. So my second question is, how does love feel? Wow. In all of those expressions of love, um, it will depend how love feels. For example, um, if I'm praising or doing a devotional, I will feel love as soul showers tears that just burst forth in my eyes, and my heart is open and ever-expanding. Um, whereas if I'm express, if I'm seeing or experiencing compassion in my life, it will express differently. I might feel it less so in my heart, but more, uh, more in my body. For example, I once took a, a course called Body Talk, and Body Talk was really um, where I learned to feel ex uh, different emotions with the absence of light or and in love, um, how love felt. So there's like a, when the mind moves to the heart, it's like a heart intelligence, and um, you can actually feel it. You can do a virtual hug. Um, in these times of COVID, you can feel love in your heart. Um, you can send love to someone just through your thoughts by opening your arms and thinking hug. So love can be expressed in many emotions, whether it's active, whether it's passive, and it will feel differently to different people based on their personal experience and their personal expression. Many people have trouble receiving love, and therefore um, the intent of sending love may not be received. So it's one's ability to be able to receive or fe receive or give love, which will um, you will be able to feel in your heart. Some people can't receive love, so you wouldn't feel it. And then there's then there's the expression of, uh, then there's the love languages. So some people, one person may be wanting to express love, but if you do not send, uh, receive it in the same intent, then you might not see it or feel it as love. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. The third question is, is it possible in this world to love everything and everyone? Please explain. Of course. Of course. It's, it is possible and um, is the only way is to love everything and everyone. Let me break it down for you. When we, uh, and there is a difference, let me clarify, between love and attachment. Um, we can love people and we can love things inanimate objects, often 
um, when we think of inanimate objects, we think um, that we love the fire or we in a fireplace or that we would love our car or these are more um, perspectives of attachment where um, and, and going back to loving people um, that is again back to the expression of how you love um, or feel love um, can you love plants and animals, the two-leggeds and, and nature? There's actually um, indigenous people who have reverence for um, nature and um, the often um, what we call uh, nature. Yeah. Yes, that's so, that is so true. Okay, so the last question I had for you. So the core says that we do not understand what love is, that in this world, we have put many conditions and made up special relationships in the name of love. And before I pass it over for Laura's thoughts on this, Laura and I actually started the Course in Miracles together, oh, six years ago, I think it's now, almost five or six years ago, when it was the first time I read it. And we did this in a book club together. So um, Laura is quite knowledgeable on the on the Course. But I wanted your thoughts, Laura, on what you think this world. So the course says that we don't understand what love is uh, based on our wor this world perception because of special relationships. And we've talked about those. So what is your thoughts on that? Well, actually, the course came into um, my spiritual journey 20 years ago. And I would say that I wasn't conscious or I wasn't a waking conscious spiritual per uh, I was spiritual but I wasn't conscious um and I just wasn't ready for it the course of miracles then came back into my life several times before I could actually get to the book club with you Denise so here I am um the special conditions um and and what the course says about that I haven't read what the course says on that but this is this is where I come down on this question and that is I believe um, I'd like to change the word special relationships to important relationships because I believe that that people in, in, that come into our lives um, are come to teach us something, whether it's um, forever important relationships. They have a longer period of time to teach us about the legacy of love or to teach us unfolding perspectives of love. And so, and, and boyfriends, you know, at one point in my early years, um, I grew up um, in my early years thinking that love was finite. And then I had another parent who believed that love was unconditional. And it was only when I got into my boyfriend relationship that I thought I would be crushed when love was withdrawn or taken away. But I learned from each of those important relationships, a different layer, a different depth, a different perspective on how you can love and thrive. In fact, that's where you do thrive. So my belief is that there are important relationships that come and go into your life to teach you the different lessons of love um, 
And it's an evolutionary process unfolding forever. Yes, I totally agree. And so I know that you said that you missed some of the parts of the Course in Miracles because of things that were going on in your life at that time. So it's interesting you use the word important. The book calls them holy relationships. So yeah, so those relationships, which you described holy relationships, you just gave it a different word. Um, But you're right, I, I would totally agree that there are people coming to our life to teach us stuff. And they're part of our journey. And we need to have those people. And they um, it's it's when we confuse the difference between them being a special relationship versus a holy relationship, which is a learning and a teaching one. Awesome. Well, thank you for answering those questions. I really appreciate it. I want to go on to say that love and joy are the same. When we feel love, it is joy combined. Yet for so many, they associate joy with this overwhelming feeling of happiness. In this world, we decided that the feelings of love and joy needed to be grandiose, that they had to be big, big moments, big events, big feelings, when in fact, love and joy are just there. Those are the feelings of contentment, peace, and the warmth that comes over us when we are doing something we really enjoy. And I know Laura said that earlier as well, and she used those same words. Love and joy can be found in the big moments. Of course they can. But to be fully understood as whole, they need to be, we need to be acknowledging them in the everyday moments where their understanding is easier to absorb and reflect upon. The everyday moments are those ones that help us see the world around us and the connections we make without making a big splash or big gestures. Speaking of big gestures... (laughs) I'd like to take this opportunity to wish all my listeners a happy holiday and a happy and safe holiday. I know I have people listening from across the globe. So whatever you do at the end of each year as a celebration or wrap up of the year, I hope you feel content, at peace, and full of joy. All those things are within your reach if you choose them. Let us send out positive energy to a revitalized new year, one full of love. Thanks for listening. In two weeks, on Sunday, January 10th, 2021, yay, new new year, I will upload episode number 10, Love Part 4. So it's the last part in this love series. This will be the last interviewee, not the last interviewee ever, but just the one in this series. I will interview another wonderful friend of mine and Laura's named Rod. Rod is a man in his late 70s who grew up in Scotland. Rod is a was a musician, 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 oh my gosh, and played with many famous British bands in the 60s. I gave him the same questions I asked Laura and Alexis. So the questions are again, what does the word love mean to you? How does love feel? Is it possible in this world to love everything and everyone? Please explain. And the Course says that we do not truly understand what love is, that in this world, we have put many conditions and made up special relationships in the name of love. What is his, I want to know what his thoughts on that is. We will listen to his perspective and perceptions on love in two weeks. Remember, this is our journey. Let us together find our way. Live in this moment It's the only one that truly matters. Be thankful for today and live it like it is all you have. Happy holidays, everyone. Love always, Denise.